thank you once again for joining us for Riding Through the Ages, our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene. And today we'll be in the 13th episode of the first season of Hesse, Common Rider Kuga, episode 13, entitled Suspicion. It was written by Takashi Inoue and directed by Hiden Ori Ishida. And it aired on April 23rd, year 2000, <laughs> which is over a year. Mm-hmm. Been a while. Yes. Uh, people who were born in the year 2000 next year will be able to drink legally. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> getting there. I mean, they're probably drinking already, but. <laughs> yeah, legally. I did that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is the suspicion. Um. It's kind of hard to guess because it kind of had a nice ending. Yeah, on the, yeah. The only thing is, like, I mean, the overall story is going on, like the whole grungy stuff is ha- right. still happening because uh, the was it shark? No, it wasn't. Shark. He's like some sort of weird fish. He, thing. He's like an amphibian. Yeah, thing. clearly uh, amphibian. Um, yeah, that the one that flayed the rhino guy. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he came he, in, he ta- he mucked attacked, things up. Uh, uh, Zane and but Zane was killed by Kuga last episode. Yeah, basically, Kuga got saved by another Grungi. Yeah, because that's how Kuga does all his battles, is just by sheer chance he wins. Yeah, just luck. I was editing a previous episode, and we were talking about it. I was like, every every time he gets beat, he's being beaten down, and then sheer luck happens, and then the Grungi goes away, and then he figures out a way to do it. Yeah, give him just it's enough like, time. I mean, literally, the wind changed one time. Yeah, the wind changed. <laughs> that's why he is able to be saved. See, just in this case, though, it's like, man, you know, your, your boy over there, I mean, really, he's not your boy. That's why you're fighting him, but he, he had the guy beat. That's your entire problem of taking out all the Linto, all that. Well, yeah. So the so only thing keeping you from it, and you stopped him. The Grungi are very passionate individuals. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um, it's funny because a lot of times when you find like aliens or yeah, usually an ancient it's, it's the humans that are the passionate ones, and they're, and they're all like logical. But no, the Grungi are like, I want to have fun, yeah. and you're getting in the way of my fun, so I'm gonna attack you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like very selfish. Yeah. And it's it's kind of refreshing to see like an alien species be more petty than us. <laughs> For real, <laughs> almost makes you wonder if they're like the same as us, but we took different evolutionary paths or something. Well, they had they share a lot of human DNA. Yeah, I mean, because we found that out because it's like yeah, animal human or whatever that one episode with the blood. You, I think it was the bee one. It was like yeah, bee or bat or no, I don't remember the one. It might have yeah. no, I think it might have been the bat because I remember we, I remember there was like the parallel where like. In uh, in seventy one, they found some blood, and it was like animal blood. Yeah, it was more closer to animal blood. Yeah, but it was like the re- reverse in uh, Kuga. Right, exactly. Yeah. It might have been the bat, or early on though. It was early on. Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking it was the bee. Maybe I feel like yeah, it could be. Anyways, because they, right. the, the we darts. were talking about this last episode where it's like the story of Kuga kind of I, I, think, together. I think you're right. It's the bee because they they would have dug it out of the because they found the hole where the sniper shot went through or whatever yeah something like that yeah i mean like we said the story of kuga kind of just blurs into one big long story yeah, it's all the same um i mean it's not the same but yeah it's just it's it's one continuing story right i like how in uh some shows uh the entire season is just like one story yeah i think there was a season of it's like trying to say what episode and something on 24 happened yeah i think there was a season of angel where the entire season took place over like a week oh uh-huh. Because <laughs> it was just like one thing happened after another, happened after another. Right. Like the Great Ninja War, which was like. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, which is like a. T- which, 
Uh, they, they do that sometimes in manga and like anime, especially in the shonen where they call something a war. And I'm like, it wasn't a war. That was like one battle. Yeah. I mean, it was epic. It was huge. Yeah, but, but this was, one was actually like, I don't know. It was like four different battles across whatever. Well, in, in One Piece, they they talk about the Paramount War, yeah. which was actually just one fight at Marine Fort. It was. I mean, there was hundreds of people, and it was the two. It was the strongest powers in the world fighting against each other. But I don't think you call that a war. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hard to say. That's 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 a battle. That's a battle. I yeah, mean, it's a war an event. is multiple battles. It takes you know. o- takes over course of a long time. Like I was uh, before I got to it, in Naruto. There was the thing where they were talking about the Great Ninja War because there was the old Great Ninja Wars that they alluded to, which were like those were wars. Yeah, because it's like you know you. Had... I think it was this. I think it was the third Great Ninja War mm-hmm. was the one that kakashi was a part of i think so yeah because the the one that naruto was a part of was the fourth right so the third great ninja war was like decades long mm-hmm. it was like half cold war half actual war the right. they were fighting and entire generations lived through that war and i'm like yep. that's a war yeah this is like it was like two battles yeah <laughs> it was it was the great ninja conflict yeah great conflict for sure <laughs> yeah and the thing is i don't know it, it kills me because it's not even like they were fighting i don't know just it's just crap it was like 200 chapters the same same thing i think that might it might just be a translation thing calling it the great ninja war yeah and just like that's how they like they might have another word because i haven't really looked into it they might have another word this like in between battle and And war war. i mean it's like war because it's an international conflict but it was a single battle so it's like eh. Yeah, yeah so i don't know or they don't understand what the term war in english is right they're just using it like for like a big thing um anyways uh that all said this is like kuga's story is just kind of just going straight through right but we had a nice ending on the last episode so of, it's kind of hard to, to tell where we're going yeah because i yeah, mean they're short of the grungy we uh you know yeah the grungy and uh, some of the cop stuff yeah true um also i mean there's there is the uh huge uh overarching story of uh the polo polo's uh niece guy yeah, yeah no, we, somebody who's interim <laughs> Yes, somebody's into him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think her name's Nana. Yeah, Nana. Nana is the 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 niece's one who's likes Yusuke after seeing him for twelve seconds. Yeah, twelve seconds. Bumped into him. It wasn't even twelve seconds. Face. It was literally like a. Bu- it was like five. Yeah, seconds. He, he like bumps her shoulder. Says, you know, he doesn't even think he apologizes. He said he's on his way out the door. That's it. Oh, no, I think he says excuse me and just keeps going. <laughs> She's like, ah, oh god. Maybe she comes from a village where there's nobody there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All girls school. You know. All girls school. Yes, um, she's the protagonist of a story. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we. Uh, any anything else about it? I mean, we really yeah not much to do on this episode till we watch it. Yeah, well, just for now, it's like I don't know what are the grungy gonna do because that's all I can really look forward to. Yeah, the the grungy internal conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are gonna go watch that. <laughs> Okay, and we are back, and it's an episode of Kuga. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Building, and uh, even though they don't actually have the notifications, they kind of have them in a two-episode chunk. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, like the last two episodes. Yeah, it's it's starting, to, like at first it seemed like it was episode, one episode at a time, but then when you actually break it down, you're like, okay, the cheetah fight actually extended across two episodes. You know, uh, it, it's just not like a... Uh, how do I explain it? It's not really a, it's not a solid two-parter, as in a rigid kind of like double. Yeah. But 
yeah, the story as far as the arc, it's still taking place over more than one episode every time. Kind of like how uh, Zero One's doing it, where it was like two episodes with the actor, two episodes with this, two episodes with that, right. even though it's like moving on. with uh, Yeah, because it started, it started off as a one a piece as far as what the Humagears are doing, but I think the point of the episodes, it seems like it was two-parters, yeah. you know, because it's like you're building up one concept with the, this Humagear and then changing it with this Humagear for like an arc of story. Yeah. It makes sense. So, um, starts off with the lab mm-hmm. with uh, Sakurako yeah. typing away. Eight eleven in the morning, she's typing. At first, we're thinking it's going to be just the huge going over data, but it's her thesis. We find out later that's what she's working on. Yeah. But if if you actually read some of what it says, it's like the, about the deity sure and something like that. Yeah. So, and, I, and she'll give more information about exactly what she's doing. But it actually starts out the night before. That they don't get a time code the night before. Yeah, right. And then it pans over to show a coffee pot. Yeah, the empty coffee pot to show that it, she's been going through it was the a night. Full coffee pot, and then an empty coffee pot. It's in the morning, and then she she's been she's pulled an all night or working. Right. On yeah. Whatever she's working yeah, on. So whatever unspecified time she started, she ended at eleven. Well, she didn't really end. Yeah. Who knows how long she's, she's been awake. She's still working on it at the end of the story. But um. um but she gets a call from uh, Jean. Yep. About. Finding more script on some pieces of artifact. Yeah, so he's it, what he what he's doing. Kind of forgot about it, but he is uh, he's back at the Dick site, and him and the daughter of the uh, other archaeologist mm-hmm. are continuing the dig. They're finishing the dig pretty yeah. much, uh, and hopefully they won't find like a second batch of monsters. Right, and he's uh, sending her some more images. Yeah, with more translated text, basically. Basically, she used up all the translations to give us the forms. Yeah. So then they're like, "Okay, well, we need to, uh, we need to have a reason why she didn't translate something else." There's more. Yeah, there's more now. Poor girl. It's like she, you can tell she just finished an all nighter, and then like right as she's finished and she's stretching, get ready to get up. It's like, oh, here's more work. Yeah. He's like, all right, then I guess I'll start on that. It sends more images of fa- uh, a fragment to her, and then it goes to the opening. Yep, the opening. I don't know if you can't you caught it. It's different. Is it? The scenes are different. Oh, I didn't look. The scenes of like uh, fights and whatnot. Well, no, just the, the fighting's the same, but like the sequences, like they have different scenes for uh, where they're showcasing Sakurako and uh, Ichijo, and they have some scenes from various episodes thrown in there. Hmm. And they also have a different motorcycle. I have to pay attention to it. Yeah, so it's got different things in there. Next time. Yeah. Um, Let me make, make a point of looking. Yeah. So I always notice it because it's like the timing was different. Yeah, okay. Um. No, I had my head down. I was uh, writing stuff. So Because I you, you always got to watch because they change them subtly all the time. Like we see with like Zero One, mm-hmm. it's like a different scene. Every time they have a new form, they add that scene into the opening. Right. And so they'll subtly change them over the course of it. I think... Um. In X8, it changed like 30 times the course of Jeez. <laughs> like every time the story progressed, like they changed the opening. Like yeah, you can't use the opening to go to the bathroom, no. No, you got to watch gotta it. Do the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's the same song, Yeah, just different scenes. Yeah, so I just assumed it was the same. Uh, so then it goes... It comes back to the Pole Pole at yeah. 847, and the owner is like licking a cookie and then he nibbles it. He's like, oh, this is pretty good. This is going to make an excellent snack for uh, the guest coffee. Yeah. And he's talking to his niece. Yeah. So what he thought she was doing was mm-hmm. that she wanted to make cookies that they could sell in the shop. Yeah, they could sell, but no. <laughs> no, no. She's like, oh, that's great. And then she runs outside to give him to Yusuke. And like he, she was just using, and he's just like, wait, was it a taste tester? Well, <laughs> he says the whole thing about being the thinker. Right. I am the thinker. He, he makes a reference to something that she doesn't get. Yeah. He's um, talking about Rodan's thinker. 
the the statue with the guy with his hand uh-huh. on his chin. Okay. It's called the Thinker, and so he's basically saying it's good, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm dwelling on it as good. Um, but she doesn't get the joke. No, oh, she because it's not really one. And then he goes um, to try to explain it as he does. That's when she bolts, and he's the, like, "Wait a minute, was that just a taste test?" Yeah. <laughs> and he runs outside, and Yusuke yeah. is touching up the paint on his motorcycle. Yeah, he's repainting the Kuga symbol to the front of it, and she comes up, and she's like, "Oh, hey, what you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, the Kuga symbol's kind of wore out. I'm, I'm repainting it." And she's like. He's he's, like, he's 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 she's like is that the place where all the good baseball players he's like that's cuba cuba so she does the same thing as her her uncle did we're just trying to like they're, yeah they're <laughs> just applying anything that sounds kind of yeah it's just a running <laughs> joke i guess it's a running joke that every time he says cuga they say something you mean this something like kuga yeah. in japanese or and one thing that. that was funny i think she when she yelled out to him it's like it spooked him and he made oh, a yeah, mistake he made on a mistake, what he was writing yeah. so he had to wipe it away and start over and um if you notice that the reason why it's funny because of like how he treats the motorcycle he's actually filling in a dent in the paint oh because they because he's always hitting people with the front of the motorcycle right. yeah. so this little <laughs> dent classic <laughs> Um, so she's like, here, try some of these, basically hands him the cookies and he takes one and he's like, oh, it's really good. And he does the same exact joke that, um, his uncle made, or, you know, the, the owner makes, which is the thinking. thinking yeah. And she's joke. like, uh, huh? Like she still doesn't get it. And, and, and he's, he's like, like, can I share them with Sakurako? <laughs> she's just like so pouty. Yeah. She's upset. Um, and then it goes to, uh, uh, the, the police, police task station, force. they're having a, a briefing. Yeah, it's now 9.04 a.m. They're, they're basically saying that, like, it's uh, we, it's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. And we're expecting it to keep staying bad or getting worse. And because so, of that. Because of that, we're able to uh, basically now that gonna be- hundreds of people are dying. They're finally giving us money to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're, so they're being they're going to be reinforced basically by civilian scientists and and theorists and stuff like that. Basically, we're re- we're, we're bringing in every part we can. To right, they're now legally help. allowed to basically because we request have an, any and all help because we have like an official task force now. We're able to hire outside civilian exactly. consultants. Um, and so then also they they're they're uh, they're, they're they're going to be better equipped. Yeah. And um, speaking of which, they they prove that the gas has some effect on the the unidentified life forms, the ULFs. So uh, one thing that they're doing is they're taking the gas and they he holds up this shell that looks like a standard, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, Ichijo. Round. Ichijo is showing off these new sh- uh, these new bullets. Yeah, and he says it's more a more compact form. It's like. 200 times it's a more uh, concentrated plastic shell so that when it hits them it will burst right and inside is a gas that's been concentrated 200 times yes and then the other guy says we're going to keep working on it to make it even stronger yeah uh because right now it's it's not going to be enough to kill one but it might be one strong enough to incapacitate one for them to apprehend it and and take it apart yeah take it apart study um, one thing I really liked about the scene was that the, there's like this awesome guitar riff soundtrack in the background. Um, I know you won't appreciate this as much as other people that like music, but uh, that's I'm speaking to Eric, not you guys. But um, it reminds me kind of like John Carpenter whenever he does something like The Thing or, oh, yeah. you know, just a good ambient sort of because yeah. the scene's supposed to be tense and that they're all very serious about what they're yeah. doing here. But um, um, and then it uh, goes to a greenhouse. Basically, the Grungy Task Force. <laughs> yeah, the Grungy Task Force is a greenhouse, and, and it's they're all raining. Talk- uh, it's not raining. It, there's a lot of rain in that scene. They're in a greenhouse, and so it's all it's it's just like there's a lot of light. The sun is shining through a lot. Hmm. It was like blinding actually in the, the the scene. Like the they were like covering up the light. So it's in this greenhouse, and uh, 
they're talk he I think what you're thinking about he uh, the the uh bat always carries an umbrella to shave himself. No, I'm talking about rain that I saw, water falling quite a bit of it. I didn't see any at all. No. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It could have been them watering the plants or something like a sprinkler system, but Yeah. Uh anyways, uh they uh they're going back and forth and uh the bat brings out the I guess the next thing for counting. Yeah, it's like a weird basically the exact same kind of it's an abacus but frilly it just looks like a black well like the last one was an extra sketch with of, this frame around it yeah this one's like a it's it's the same frame abacus it's the same frame just with an abacus in, yeah. in it so it's just another way of counting anytime now they're gonna it's gonna be like this weird demonic frame <laughs> t90 80 like right this scientific <laughs> calculator coming out yeah, seriously <laughs> gonna play snake on this uh <laughs> yeah seriously it's like collect them all you know um all the ways to count and so uh the shark guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I think he, he's a piranha. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They, he grabs it and he says, "Okay, well now we can uh, start the game." She says, "We can start the game again." Right. Uh, because they have the thing for counting, and he says, yeah. "I'm going to kill 180 in, in two, two days. days." And he's like, "He's." What's weird is that he moves over two beads when he says 180, and two beads when he says two days. And I'm like, I think he was just moving beads over. Yeah, just it. nobody cares. Just it's arbitrary. Yeah. Well, each obviously because you know basics. You know, each bead represents 90. Yeah. I say okay. So you <laughs> that's, do increments that's, that's, of 90. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see if that holds true the next time. See if anybody says 270. Like it's always in increments of 90. And like then we the have to sit there and base nine. Grungy's counting system is base 90. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, so uh, she unlocks his belt. Yeah. So this is weird. I, I have no idea why that is. He just he transforms and he's standing there like in a superhero this pose. It, well, this is like the the third or fourth time she's done it. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's why... like it, um. It's the from what you can see, it's the way that they're chosen to be the one to act to, to actually do the 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 thing. Yeah. It's like I... which is why he uh Zane like was off the rails because yeah, he, he, really he, had, he, had, he hadn't he had been like activated yeah, he's just killing people for the sake of it yeah yeah it's just like i wonder like are they absorbing the life energy of the people they kill or something? uh or that's just like that's the way they know that yeah they're it's true doing, it's legit yeah uh so uh he leaves uh baroba is his name yeah he leaves and then zoo right um yeah. no uh groma Groma. Zoo Grama Goo. Zoo, zoo Grama Goo. So he. Zoo Bat. Ha ha. He, he's like, okay, I want. I, when is it going to yeah, be? Yeah, when's my, my turn? And uh, t- the two others. Yeah, she doesn't respond. She just yeah. stares off. So the two others, they like transform into their monster form and they knock him down. Yeah, and what they say down. is the time of the, the zoo is done and the time of the me uh-huh. is to go. So what it is is that um, the guy who just left and both of them, their names start with me. So they're like subgroups of the grunt. Yeah, okay. And like the ones we met before, most of the ones from before are zoo. Oh, wait. And I'm trying to remember what Zane's name was. Was it zoo something? Uh, I believe so. It was because um, we, we, we just go by their middle names really yeah we didn't know now we know uh because it's like yeah the first name would be their family name then yeah it's like the the grouping of their uh troops or whatever yeah zoo zoo zane da oh wow and it's actually like uh zoo gamagu is the bat guy okay and then uh uh bran biran yeah B- yeah biran. is the the piranha guy he's he's me but biran gi Ah, okay. So these are all me's. Yeah, they're me's. They're like a, a subgroup, and she is a raw. Raw. So she's at a different class. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 
but it's hard with the names. I only know it because yeah, you have like the wiki right there, so yeah. you can be like, okay, here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's why he they said. Well, I didn't know there was any significance in their names. Now I understand. Yeah, yeah so I he thought said, he was just saying he was just being weird and saying that your name is Zoo and I'm me, as in me, literally. Yeah, no, it was me as in like his family. Yeah, the family or, name or, or whatever or it is, the, the, the troop name or whatever. Yeah, yeah, clan. So, so like the zoo is done. Their time is done because they all failed and are suck. Mm-hmm. And the no, me's, the me's, the me's. It's just so weird saying. Yeah, uh, it would be more like uh, May. Yeah, May. Yeah, and uh. Because me would eat M-I. Yeah. Anyways, uh, they're not speaking Japanese either, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. Um, so then it goes back to the lab. Yeah. Um, well, the university, right? Yeah, the university. Yeah, 936. We're back at Sakurako, and uh, uh, Yusuke shows up with the cookies, and he's basically like, hey, did you get the, did you ha- figure anything out with the translations? She's, I guess? Well, he's basically, he's trying to ask her about the translation. Right. She's saying she's working on her thesis. She's like, I'm actually not working on that. I'm working on my well, thesis. Well, she says she's working on both. Yeah. She, <laughs> when, when she gets time, basically, she's extremely busy, but right now she's, like, translating, or her, her thesis on ancient Assyrian writing and all this stuff, and you realize, oh, wow, she's actually, oh, yeah, she's super smart. Yeah. Of course. Like, they, they kind of underplay. She's working on her uh, doctoral thesis. I mean, yeah. she's like, I mean, there was a reason why she was consulted on these right. things. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just she she gets underplayed. Like they don't. Uh, they don't I, I, I keep forget. It's just I wonder. I'm like, how did Yusuke get to know her, and how is she putting yeah. up with him? Yeah. How does how did this come about? Um, she's but she's also like in the background. She like all tabs, and in the background is like running on the the the, right. the new uh things are going. Yeah, and she says uh. She says, I'm probably going to need to, like two of me. Yeah, to get all this work done. And he holds up a couple of energy drinks. They're Japanese energy drinks, so they're like actual little bottles. Yeah. She's been pounding caffeine energy drinks to yeah, stay she's awake. Been, yeah, so she's been pulling who knows how long. Yeah, it's like a 36-hour or whatever. Which is funny because that's like, that's like the thing in this show is that the women are real hardcore workers yeah. and the men just kind of come in and do stuff whenever. To illustrate the point, when he sets the cookies down, he sets them to her right and he's on her left. And, and he, the entire time they're talking or she's trying to do something, he'll reach he'll reach over her and eat a cookie. He's just like, oh, here's some cookies for you. Oh, I'm just going to have one. He's just going to have one. At one and she point, has to like, like, slap, stop, slap his stop. hand because he's like <laughs> reaching in front of her. But remember, there there was also the uh, the police scientist lady. Yeah. She's like pulling all-nighters and yep. like has no life because of it. And the only one who's like a hard worker, who's even a close to a hard worker compared to the women is Ichijo. Yeah, exactly. Because Ichijo would be like, oh, Karis, it's only four broken ribs. Right, whatever. Let's go. Four, four, four broken ribs <laughs> and a dis- dislocated shoulder. <laughs> and then you look at like the owner of the, the, the store who's just like, yeah, whatever, you know, making jokes. And then Yusuke's sleeping 27 hours yeah. and then... And then Gene just comes in and he's just like, oh, I'm awesome. And yeah. then I'm going to go off on vacation. Right. Uh, so it's like the women are the only ones doing any real work. Right. <laughs> and plus he's got a whole bunch of people working for him anyway. So, so yeah. And then uh, Ichijo comes in. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically they sit down and they're talking. And basically he wants her to join the task force. Yeah, please be more involved. Yeah, it's like you're... You you know about this whole Grongi thing, and you know I sent you some information, and basically, so in my mind, I think Ichijo's like, well, not only will like you be a valuable asset, but like we can actually pay you now. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if you're part of this task force, we'll be able to pay you for your contribution. She kind of doesn't want it because she doesn't, she has a lot on her plate. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. I mean, uh, she doesn't really answer right away. And then he's like, well, she, did you she, get that data I sent you? She's conflicted because she knows she wants to help, but she's also, she's writing her thesis. She's doing all yeah. this other translation. And it's like, they, she couldn't say that the translation stuff for Yusuke is part of the, uh, the task force stuff because it's all different. Yeah. And so he's he's like, uh, did you get the information I sent? And it's some pictures that they got from like the raid. Yeah, and the mannequins, I guess, had tattoos drawn on them. No, I think they just took pictures from the people. I think the I think one of those was Zane. You think so? Yeah, yeah. It could have been because it, it was like it was basically it was pictures of the the scene. It was pictures of the scene, with and then of- it zoomed in on some tattoos. So it could have been on a real arm, could have been on a mannequin arm. It would make no sense on a mannequin arm. Yeah. So, so I'm I assuming think, that. So basically, they're like. I just you- thought there was nothing left. <laughs> um. Well, I think they probably got them during when Zane was doing all sorts of attacks. And okay, stuff. that could be yeah, surveillance yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, um, and, and the main question, the reason why he's asking about these tattoos is he wants to know if they're just art or if there's something more to it. Yeah, they symbolize. And we can tell just by looking at them, they're, they're, they're animal symbols pretty right. much. They're, they're, uh, they're like tribal stylized animal versions. Right. You know, uh, pretty obvious. But um, it's possible that they actually do have some type of meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, She's like, I guess I'll just have to find the time. <laughs> yeah, to find the time. I I guess the one thing that bothers me about this is like, I understand it's really important that you get your doctoral thesis done and become, you know, you've been working for this for probably a long, long time. Yeah. But it's like your choices to contribute and people stop dying and your friend that you were supposedly worried about to be able to relax or well, your thesis. She's not, she's not saying she won't do it, but she can't. She also has responsibilities that yeah. she can't. She's just, but um, I just it, feel like you should be able to like, hey, like you go to your boss, like, hey, look, I know uh, I have to do this, but uh, the police are really wanting me to cooperate on yeah. something can I that get only I can on do. My thesis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole like almost Japanese worth that earth right. ethic thing. But anyway, so it's funny. This right. Well, she says, I guess I'll find the time she holds up like one of the empty energy. Drinks. <laughs> and this reminds me from a scene from uh, the first men in black. Oh, yeah. Where he's just like, don't you people have a sleep grinders? Like we operate on a 36 hour Targaryen day or whatever. Yeah. He's like, you'll get used to it in six months or you'll have a psychotic episode. (laughs) (laughs) One of the two. (laughs) One of the two. And that's like, what's happening with her? You'll get used to it or you'll have a psychotic episode. Um, it's like you're gonna work. It's gonna work out, or you're gonna break entirely. Yeah. Wipe your mind, and you're just another person in a mental institution nobody <laughs> yes. knows about. So uh, then it cuts to like a cruise that's just like it's yeah. going across. So there's um, nine fifty seven. It's like a tour boat on the river. Well, on, it's on the bay. Yeah. On the um, bay. So so there's there's various ways. There's various times. I've I've been on a couple where you go from one side of Tokyo Bay to the other side of Tokyo Bay. Okay. It's kind of like. It's kind of like taking a train or something. Yeah. It's just you going in a different way. It costs a little bit more, and it's like a nice little scenic thing. I yeah. went, when I was going from a comic, uh, a comic convention to a place, we took a, uh, a ferry across the bay, mm. you know, just for the fun of it. Um, and also, we're like, there's going to be a lot of people on the train. We should. What we're going to do is we're going to take the to- the ferry across the bay to a different city, and then take the train from there. Okay, because it's going to be less. Because there was five hundred thousand people at comic. Oh yeah! Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> A day. Hell no. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, we'll just take the ferry. Um. Anyway, so there's there's a ferry and there's also uh, a tour guide. Yeah. And then um. Uh, the two people steering the boat, like they they feel a bump, and one of the guys goes out to check, like you know, peering over the bow, and gets snatched overboard. Mm-hmm. That's the last we see of him. And then uh, the doors to the like the the cabin open. Yeah. To the to the, the cockpit. Yeah. 
I don't know if it, the bridge. I don't yeah, know it's like, it, like what do we call for I, a little boat like this? Uh, yeah, what do you call? Probably a bridge. The the, the wheelhouse of a ferry because <laughs> it's not really like a bridge. Bridge where the helm is. I mean, it would <laughs> and like I I sell cockpit because it's kind of like the cockpit of a plane. But anyways, they open yeah, it I'm up. Not a, and I'm not then, an able seaman. Yeah. <laughs> then the uh the the captains are dead. The the yeah. drivers are dead. Oh yeah. And it's uh, Biran mm-hmm. in full full monster gear. Oh yeah, and he's just walking out, and people are all like screaming, obviously and screaming, <laughs> screaming and running. And I mean, it's on a boat. It's it's actually brilliant. Yep. And so he just runs through, and he just kills yep. everybody on the boat. They all run to the top deck and crowd it's at like the, the edge get? of the rail, and he just walks up and starts slaughtering them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like at some point someone should have tried to swim. The hard part was like they were at the back of the boat because mm-hmm. instantly you run to the back. Yeah. That's where the propellers are. I know. Yeah. I just feel like one crazy person or not crazy person, depending, would have tried to jump overboard yeah. rather than face immediate death. But the um, pro- you know you're going to die to the propellers. It's yeah. Just... So for me, I'd probably just stay and face the monster because I'm aquaphobic. So, um... yeah, fair enough. I mean, I would probably, you know, aim for the bushes, jump to the right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's just like. This is a fish monster. Jumping in the water can't be the best idea either. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just one of those things. Can you swim to the bay before he gets you? Probably be, not. Can, can you swim to the bay before he finishes killing everybody else? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you have time while he's playing around. So he's he's killing all these things, killing all these people, and then there's a guy on the shore just kind of watching. Yeah, just a creepily good-looking guy just over there creeping. He's got like a hat on, and he's just like watching it and not having any emotion and just watches, and then it's like it shows like carnage. And then uh, B-Ran just jumps in the water and goes away. Yeah. Um, and the like a cop comes up. This guy's just staring and he's just like, at this hey, boat. He's just like, hey, what's up? What's going on, man? What are you doing? And yeah. then he sees the boat and all the dead people on it. And so he rushes down to get a better look. And then he turns back around and the guy is still staring. He's like, do you know what happened here? No answer. But it zooms in on his neck and we see a little uh, mark, a little yeah. tattoo, but it doesn't look like anything real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that it's like, not the same as the others, but it's kind of trying to be. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't try to give you the mystery no. of this guy at all, so we're not going to try. Um, but anyways, and so then it goes to Ichijo. Yeah. He's in a car. He just pulls up to a stop, uh, uh, a stoplight, mm-hmm. and then in like a convertible pops up next to him is his, his doctor friend. Yeah, his buddy that, that works at the morgue, but is apparently a talented doctor. Yeah, he just doesn't like people. He just doesn't yeah. like working with people. Yeah, he doesn't like living people or something. Yeah, but I mean, he does because he's with a woman in the car, and right. like he points out that like each and he tries to introduce him, and and he's just like, "Hey, you just thought that guy's got another one, didn't you?" <laughs> so I guess he's like he rotates through girls regularly. Right. Yeah, I think he just doesn't like dealing with patients. Yeah, he doesn't like be. dealing with. He has no problem dealing with people. He just doesn't like dealing with patients. Well, I think rotating through girls might be a sign that he can't put up with the same person for long. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe him and Ichijo get along because Ichijo is so busy with that he can't get tired of Ichijo. Uh, Ichijo just like is straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's around. it. He's, he's tired of people like messing around. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just be straight about it. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, so he's, he's so like they're having a conversation in the car. I mean, that or he's just a womanizer. Yeah, it's probably that. It's probably it's probably just saying that. But yeah, they're just uh, having a friendly conversation at the light. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ichijo gets a uh, message on the radio saying that they've they've uh, apprehended a guy who claims to be an unidentified life form. Yeah, and Ichijo yeah. throws on the light and goes off, and then his friend's just like, "Dude, that guy never takes a break. Yeah, he needs to relax." <laughs> So it goes to 11.15, it's the interrogation room, and the suspected ULF is tapping his foot. He's handcuffed to a chair. 
and he's just kind of like, eh. and like the guy said, why'd you say that you were an unidentified life form? He's like, I never said I was. I never said it was. I never I, said I was wasn't. At, he, he asked if I was. I said, who knows? Yeah, he's basically just giving non-answers like the whole time. He's And, uh, and uh, Ichijo's like, I guess for lack of a better term, his partner in the task force. Right. Because this guy's always with him. Right. When they're doing yeah. Stuff. Um, it's just like he's not happy with it because, dude, hundreds of people are dying. Mm-hmm. And this guy is just like, the guy's just like, oh, there's just maybe just killing some worthless people. Yeah, he's like killing, yeah. They're, they're he's killing, killing some worthless people. people. And the guy's just like, his part, uh, each of his partners just like. He grabs him by the neck. He's like, who are you to decide who's worthless or not? And, you know. Uh, he's right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Ichijo is fishing around through the guy's belongings and picks out a uh, a switchblade and he flicks it open and the guy looks over at it and Ichijo's like, hey, what are you going to do with this? So uh, knives are a lot more regulated in Japan than mm-hmm. they are here, so I'm pretty sure that this is illegal to carry around. Right. Well, I mean, I don't think we're allowed to have switchblades here either, so I imagine in Japan it's a Yeah, guarantee. you're allowed to have a blade if it requires two hands to open? Yeah. But like yeah, there, you can do it with a thumb these days. Yeah. yeah. It's just like what it's, you know, anyways. Uh, so, yeah. It's a, and um, uh, another cop comes in and says uh, we ID him from his I, his his, uh, pa- his driver's license. And he's so and so. He's so and so. Chuno who, or something. Yeah. Uh, Chuno. Yeah. Chuno. Uh, and the guy's like, well, what if I'm oh, just no, a yeah, ULF no. <laughs> pretending to be a person and I'm wanting to get caught? But yeah, but what I love is that the, the police officer says, it's like, I bet he likes to be called freelance, but basically he hasn't held down a job for very long. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he wants to be like, he's not entre- entrepreneur, which means he's, that you, you he's don't have a freelance. job. He's <laughs> freelance. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, they're at least that smart, which makes them one step ahead of you guys. So it's his counter, I guess, to being called useless. Yeah. He's like, he's like, maybe I'm not actually him. I'm just pretending to be him. Yeah. Which like, we know that they turn into specific people. Uh-huh. But the cops don't know that. No, the cops just not. know they turn into people. Exactly. So you never know. So that's why um, it cuts back to the lab, and then there's a uh, a phone call. Like, uh, Sakurako's just, like, working away, and yeah, Godai is there with, like, papers looking like he's trying to figure things out. Right. 11.25, by the way. And there's a phone call, and... uh. Sakuraku just glances over and just keeps going and it keeps ringing and she's like, I think it's for you. And I'm, for, for a second there, I'm like, she's psychic? Yeah, seriously. And then I'm really like, oh yeah, there's caller ID because it's not that far in the past. Right, right. <laughs> Once again, we're just overestimating how 20 years, <laughs> how far 20 years ago world. is. So she, he walks around it and he's Ichijo on the phone. So he answers the phone and he's ba- like, yo, meet me at the hospital. Yeah, meet me at the hospital. Um, Two minutes later, it goes to the the hospital, so and it's the guy who works at the morgue, the the, the buddy. No, what what it is is it goes to the guy is at a restaurant. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he he's, calls he's, the guy. He, he's he's like with yeah. the hot lady, and he's going into the restaurant. She's all excited about yeah. this, and then his phone rings, and he picks it up, and like, like hey, we need you, we have an unidentified <laughs> life form, we, or possible, we need you to. I need you to meet me and check him. Like, and he's yeah. like, oh god. But then it cuts to the hospital just a couple minutes later. Right now it's noon, twelve oh seven, I believe, and then um. Uh, Godai comes up to Ichijo and he's just like, okay, what's up? And then the cop walks around. He's like, you owe me. Yeah, you owe me, man. <laughs> and Ichijo's like, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and uh, I think at first he's upset that it's a big waste of time, right? Like, Now, he's upset that he was called away from his date. Yeah, oh, I know that. <laughs> but I mean, on top of that, as they're looking at the data, it's like... Oh, yeah, they're scanning him. And he's like, this guy's... Totally he, they have him like in an MRI. Yeah. And they're going through. And he's just like, this guy's human. He's got it's, no it, grungy cells. Or he doesn't call him grungy yet. ULF cells. He, or, he has no un, unusual bone density or nothing. anything like that. That would Because they need that if they're going to... Because they're super strong. Right. Even in human form. Yeah. Um, And so it's just like, well, whatever. You know, he's pretty much as human as they come. 
and uh, Godai's like, so you think that he just idolizes the Grongi? Yeah, like and a fanboy. Uh, he's like, no, I think it's more along the lines of that he's just disillusioned by humanity. Yeah. And the Grongi are the, the only other game in town. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like that. those people who are like, just like humans should be wiped out, nature's way it goes. It's just like, it's not that you like love nature so much, you just really hate people. Exactly. And that's just the next yeah. back, the next thing going on. And so at this point, he, he sees... The doctor, he sees, yeah. he's like, mm, he looks close and he's like, oh, that's interesting. I really want to get a look inside this guy. And he, when he, the way he says it is like, I want to cut open yeah, this guy. Yeah, cut him up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it cuts to some fishermen. Yeah, twelve forty one. It's un- it's under a bridge on the river, and uh, these three guys are just fishing off the boat. They thought they caught a big one because they're getting tugged on. Yeah, they're. I mean, these are uh, fishermen are the same in most places unless uh-huh. they're professional. But these are just like three guys. Yeah, Israeli guys. One guy's just drinking a beer. Yeah, you know, they're just they're just they're not there to to like earn food or make a living. No, they're, just, they're just like chilling. They're just chilling on a boat on a river, just like uh, yeah, this is just hanging out with their buds and like <laughs> um joking around. And like uh, one of them gets a, a line and is trying to pull it in and can't get it, and his other friend is like doing it. Right. And then the line lets go. And he like hits his head. Yeah. See, I totally thought the fishermen were going to be fished from the boat. Yeah. Well, that's but, what it looked like. But uh, uh, no, then uh, he starts swimming up. You know, the scene. Imagine Jaws, where it's yeah. getting closer and closer. But then all of a sudden, a, a worker on the side of the riverbank. Well, he knocks them. It, it cuts back to the worker on the side of the riverbank, but it, he knocks them out of the boat. Yeah. And then they're like flailing around and you're like, okay, these guys are dead. Yeah, they're done. But then. Yeah, because um, he shows himself and they're, they're freaking out. But that's when the guy they basically cuts his wrist open pretty good on yeah. something under the water. And there's yeah, blood like pouring everywhere. like a everywhere. guy working on like the side of a, he's working on some poles that are in the water. Yeah. Uh, probably uh, like a construction for a bridge or something. Yeah. So he's bleeding pretty good into the water. And this and, is where we get the like shark piranha vibe. Yeah. Because he sees, or I guess he smells the blood or sees the blood. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Senses it. Well, he can't. Yeah. It's like he senses the blood because he can't really smell the blood. Yeah. Because that's his what, head's above water at this yeah, point. Yeah. That's, that's the part that made it kind of hard for me to say exactly. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe he's sensing with his gills, which are around yeah. his like butt cheeks. Who right. knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Point is, he, he sees that there is blood over there, and he stops everything he's doing to go chase that guy. Yeah. Uh, which is very interesting. Yeah, it's like you could have killed these three guys, and then Ooh. went and killed him. Where's he going? <laughs> um. So then it goes back to the hospital. It's now one o four, and it talks about how Chono is sick. Yeah, he's got some sort of medical condition that's unspecified. I, I even I thought I missed it, and I'm like, what? Wait, what is it that he has? Um, this is uh, it's like to be called Japan's disease. Yeah, where you're just sick all of a sudden. Well, you're just sick, and you have no visible symptoms, and then you're just gonna die. Yeah, you, it's it's the drama disease. <laughs> yeah, the drama disease. Because you see it all, you see it all the time in dramas where it's just like this guy's got six months to live, and so he's got to like live his life to his fullest but like in real life if you have six months to live that six months is like in the hospital yeah dying horrible for like mu- from yeah. almost any disease like because the way they talk about it they talk about it like it's cancer or yeah it's like leukemia or something the brain tumor yeah it's like you are suffering those last six yeah. months you're not just around pretending to be monsters and then just all of a sudden have a <laughs> a nosebleed it, and then yeah. die <laughs> yeah. i've always loved you <sighs> yeah yeah no it's just like, no, I'm puking up my guts for t- 24 hours straight. Right. Yeah. So anyways. Um, um, four minutes after that, it's back to the university with um, uh, Sakurako, who is now alone. She gets a call from Jean, 
and um, she gets up in the stretches, and you think to herself, "Oh, maybe she's gonna like take a nap." Or done, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, it's a phone call. John's just like, "I found more junk for you." Yeah. So it's like her day's never gonna end. Yeah. But uh, uh, basically, they're holding this like gigantic, not gigantic. I'm a. It's a. It's a pretty sizable chunk of something. It's um, made of like the same material the belt was before Yusuke put it on. Right. And there's like a gem in the center of like it, like there was in the belt. And it's um, it's a five-sided but it's more like a um it's not uh universally it's like a five-sided design where it's kind of like a badge type of thing but like upside down Mm. and there's a big jewel in it and it's kind of it's about like it's like six inch six inches to eight inches thick Mm -hmm. and like a foot long but it's like the way they hold it it's like made out of stone or something okay um and she's like, uh, it, it basically says we found something, and it's unlike any of the other things, mm-hmm. um, because like the belt was unique. Yeah, totally unique. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so then it cuts to a bunch of cops getting attacked at the river. Well, well like the the workers are dying, and yeah. the cops are getting attacked, and um, he's there's, actually, there's actually one thing where like one guy is just dragging an unconscious guy trying. One cop is just dragging an unconscious yeah. guy trying to get him out. <laughs> It's very real. Yeah. And uh, so he walks up to this one guy who's, you know, unable to use his legs as is tradition. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to make number 72. And yeah. He goes to attack him. And that means he's killed. He would have killed seven, 72 people in four hours and four minutes, which is roughly 18 kills an hour. <sighs> That's one of those things I was sitting here like, wait, what is the math on that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he he a whole boat. Yeah. That, that was starting like, him off. That was, that was like 30 people, 30, yeah. 40 people right there. He just killed those guys in like 10 minutes. Yeah. 18 kills an hour is a pretty, I mean, you'd make a pretty prolific spree killer or something like that. Well, yeah, because he's also like anyone who's bio water, he's good at. Yeah. Um, anybody on a boat. I mean, yeah. they have the bay and all that stuff. So, Tokyo has a lot of waterways. Yeah. So pretty easy uh, to come out. So um, then, of course, uh, the right of break comes in. Yep. Yeah, see, I was I was debating whether or not to call it a right of break, but we're just going to do it. Yeah. Anytime sure. he hits him with a motorcycle. Yeah. He's going to come out, hits him with the front wheel of a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Ruins the paint that he just put on there. No, that poor, poor bike. And so then uh, Yusuke gets off and he changes yeah. into mighty form at the Tension. same time that uh, um, Ichijo's coming in and grabs the guy and yeah. helps him up. And so then it comes into a pretty good fight, actually. Yeah, Biron has some super speed. Um, one thing I really liked about this fight, like a whole lot, was we get to see the des- defensive side of Kuga. Like mm-hmm. he's actually um, doing some pretty uh, intricate blocks and reversals. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of, I don't know, I feel like he's really improved as far as his... Uh, you know, it's not just throw a punch, take a punch. Yeah. Do a throw, do a kick, right? It's now he's actually like putting thought into if I block with this elbow here, I can chop out and then yeah. kick he, him in the leg and flip him over. Maybe he got like more training since then. He's actually yeah. been doing work, you know. Yeah, Ichijo's been beating um, his ass. And- so it 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 it, it uh, goes back to uh, John. Yeah. And they have a bunch of pieces on here yeah a bunch of laid out and i know what it is but um, i don't yet no um and they're like what is this and like i don't know and it's cu- it cuts back and forth between the artifact and kuga right and, and it's, it's doing the, basically the the music stops and it's just this loud heartbeat thumping which is the same thing that he got from the belt yes so it's like sim it's it's um syncopating with him yeah uh- <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's this um, you know, the same sort of black and white flashback footage of something, yeah. but it's not enough for you to make any idea of what's going on. It's just a bunch of flashing. And then from then on, there's not even thumping anymore. It's more like a uh like a flat line kind of well, sound. Well, like they kind of like 
Like imagine if you they, they kind of take out all the noise and it's like just putting it with like a hum. Yeah. So like if if something blew up and you're now recovering from your I don't know if, if you guys have ever like accidentally lit off a fire firecracker next to your yeah. ear. I'm sure if you've seen a war movie, you you've experienced like what a flashbang effect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, and the fight's still going on. I thought at this he, point he, he, you thought you probably thought that like he was going to just get like worked at. That. Yeah, he was going to get worked while he was stunned or something. No, he's still defending. Himself I mean, he gets well. hit, but he gets like he was on the offensive and then he has to go on the defensive for a little bit but then he's back to the thing right and they're and they're doing it back and forth and he's like what was that what was that about and that's, that's when the episode ends so uh, like they're trying to give you a different type of cliffhanger not yeah. just him because it could have been easy that when he got knocked down and then uh yeah. oh, b-rans over yeah. yeah but no it's um and maybe he'll get out of this fight without pure luck yeah no kidding um so yeah that was the end of the episode um Kind of like the two, the first part of a two-parter, right? So, uh, what was your uh, suck? See, it was kind of hard. I, I didn't. Actually... It was a good episode. It was yeah. a definitely good episode because it was also building. So, like, there wasn't much to be let down by if they right. wanted to do. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find one. Um, there was very little fighting in it too. Yeah, it was kind of just the very end there. The rest it's, was just wants it, and it's murder like, and destruction. Okay, well, we need to have a transformation every episode. Yeah. Now you can understand why. Uh, uh, Sentai gets harder because not only do they have a transformation, they also have to have a giant robot fight every yeah. episode. Oh, God. See, I just feel like that I wouldn't, I don't think I'd get into it because it's going to be like minimum 10 minutes, 15 minutes of fight that. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a great episode. It's a great show if you want to check your phone every once in a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I usually just check my phone whenever the, the, the giant robot fights come on. Um, you kind of just zone them out. But, anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, Sugoi, I mean, suck. So for my suck, um, I feel like they're going nowhere with this guy. I don't know. It's hard to say because it's a build episode. At first, I was thinking, oh, is this guy going to be a new writer? Uh, maybe Zero One just spoiled me, but I'm sitting here looking at him like he's got the face, he's got the attitude, and then come to find out he's just some delusional fanboy. Maybe. I could be, it could be wrong. I just feel like I don't like where it's going, um, So and it's hard it, it, it to judge. It feels like an extra thing. It does kind of feel like it's just there. So, I mean, they, they haven't. They I have mean, no reason to have a useless character, so I'm sure it'll mean something in the next episode. It could just be uh, somebody to show, like, use case that, like, some people are, are agree with the Grunk. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried that's going to really be about. Which is really hard, because, like, the, there's nothing to agree there's with. There's really nothing to agree That's It's just, like, you're trying to add humanity. We see enough of it with the Grungi themselves. We don't need random, I'm random trying to remember psycho one Because I don't remember, so, the, I don't remember this guy at all. Right. I mean, even with, because that's how you know he's useless, but but even with the Switchblade, that kind of points towards Subway Slasher, almost, you know, like, he's, he was a, he was a, a murder waiting to happen, I yeah. guess, is the, what I'm getting from. But at first, with the mystery, before they let go of the mystery, I was thinking, oh, this might be a cool addition to the story. There's something about this guy. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. We'll find out, but. Yeah. Uh, could just be, I think it's just, if I remember correctly, it's just seems just added drama yes yeah so that's what i'm i'm worried that it is that's why i'm giving it my suck yeah my suck is uh uh it's kind of like also a cool part about it but it's just like the 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 over-reliance on sakurako they have <laughs> yeah it's just like everybody just comes through it's like could you do this could you do yeah, this could do you this do please this? do something for yourself for pete's sake right <laughs> seriously it's like maybe you should start i think your that's 2000... the reason why they sent john away is because john could have like relieved some of her tension <laughs> <laughs> yeah so here make, make your 2002nd skill learning how to decipher these runes yeah. you might want to learn this language yeah um, oh you mean the one that's important for your life yeah, yeah. it pertains to you um and I mean, he's the one that has flashbacks so it yeah. makes more, whatever yeah 
uh, yeah, their over-reliance on her. And, uh, I mean, Ichijo at least apologizes, but yeah. Godai has no chill about the whole thing. No. It's just like, so what about my translation? Yeah, what about what's going on here? <laughs> She's like, I'm actually working on my thesis. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so some, of, the the, some of us have actually worked for things. Right. Because um, <laughs> I think that's what he even says after he hears the thing about his thesis. He's like, oh, that's cool, but, you know, what about the translation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm working on that too, okay? <laughs> she flips over too. Um, so what is your Sugoi? Um, so the whole episode was really sweet, but, uh, like I said, I just really liked the, uh, the music of this one, so the, the, the ambiance, like it was a really good soundtrack for the episode. They do have some pretty cool, uh, background, uh, incidental music when, like, the Grungi are having yeah. new things where you're like, they also film it differently. Yeah. They have different angles and stuff, oh, yeah. so it's, like, very off-putting. Yeah, sometimes in your face, they're trying to make it creepy. Yeah, it's, like, either too far away or off to the side mm-hmm. or too close, and it's, like, showing you that it's an alien feel to it. Yeah. Um, my Sugoi was just the, the 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 genius plan of the bad guy. Oh, I'm a boat. I'm a I'm a water monster. Oh, I'm just gonna sure. start killing some people on boats so they can't even get away. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're basically fish in a barrel. Yeah, it's and like, so it's oh, you're mine like, now. It's the exact opposite of fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> humans on a boat. It's humans on a boat surrounded by water. <laughs> no, uh, I'm. I, I guess if I had to give an additional segoy, it'd be that the uh, the cutaway to the next episode wasn't just the same crap that we've had. Oh yeah. Every time where it's it like, oh, I wonder. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to do it's now gonna, it's like an actual gonna get, like gonna get away in the next two seconds yeah because all the other cliffhangers it's like okay i have no problem waiting a week but now i'm like no no what was that about yeah it could i mean simple as like uh the bad guy could be like well you're not on my list and goes away yeah and then yeah because like, it's got nothing to do with the fight really because yeah. that that's just they just happen to be fighting because he was killing people yeah. and he's in the water so that's his game to go away because he has to kill and he set himself up he has to kill 108 oh now i'm sorry 109 more people yeah in the, the rest of this day and tomorrow. Yeah. So he has no reason to but, mess around with Kuga. This Kuga count was like more than one? Yeah. <laughs> What's the point <laughs> system on that? If I hit you the old lady with it. my car, is that 10 points? Yeah. <laughs> you should count for at least like four or five because he's got at different forms. At the forms. very least. I feel like he should get two points for every Grungi that's died so far. Yeah. As well as his one point for being a human. Yeah. <laughs> so. At the so, very least. So now we have to determine is uh, Kuga any better than it was last time? Um... What the writer, do? not the yeah, show. Yeah, the writer. The show was got. Show was, was yeah. The episode was really good. Um, but the writer, what did he do today? He painted some stuff. He was annoying. Yeah, he to was Sakuraku, a- and then he chased. Down. I mean, it was really only there for like four minutes of screen time. Yeah, it wasn't that much. <laughs> I would say he stays where he is. He's at number five, five out of yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm not taking him over uh seventy one at this point. No, nah. Because I mean, seventy one just like just did a training the, episode, man. You, you can't kick the nuclear ball or something. Yeah, like maybe that. next episode we'll he, see. I mean, last ep- I mean, Godai didn't even finish one monster. I mean, Ichijo uh, Ich Ichigo killed eleven last episode. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, one thing I do I, I would want to give him props for the the smart fighting this episode. Yeah. Like he's he's had experience with fast people, strong people. You know, he's got a little bit more. Uh, know how as far as dealing with certain strategies, so it's like you can but see it's, it. It's like the same thing with like double. It's hard to like give it in the middle of a fight, right? Yeah. So it's really one of those things where I'm, I'm expecting it to maybe bump next episode, and so that's why I'm not doing it now. Yeah. Because uh, let's let let's let Ichigo have his moment at yeah. fourth place. Yeah. Of not even of not even calling it in, having somebody else call it in for him. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even do his own voice. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I from what I read, he like really he like shattered his leg. Yeah, that so he was out for months. Okay, so the next episode of Common Rider Kuga is Omen. Omen. 
Okay. Well, that makes sense for the flashback bit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Like, what is he? Is he seeing that? Oh, you know what? I, there's my theory. I think what that machine is is maybe like a portal or some sort of strength thingy. Or basically, it's something that he once destroyed and it's now being undestroyed. <laughs> They're putting it back together, and he doesn't want them to. Maybe, but he can't really articulate that thought via flashbacks. And then we only found out like twenty episodes later. Don't answer. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> our next episode is going to be episode thirteen of Common Rider Double which uh, told you the, the, the episode last time title, and it seems like it's going to be pretty cool. It's the cue on the radio, Targeted Princess. Yeah. Targeted by who? Yeah. Like, who who goes after them? I don't know. Oh, tar- what- you remember uh, Wakana is a uh-huh. celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like big mistake. <laughs> well, I mean... I, I mean, they, they, they do have this sort of uh, deal with your own stuff. But yeah, but it's, also, but it's also like... Not, I mean, not everybody really knows, uh, like, oh, the, no, the connect- for sure, for the sure. connections of her family. Yeah, just it just seems funny because it might be one of those situations where she could easily handle it herself, but she can't transform without giving something <laughs> yeah. away. So she oh, has I to, have to be meek and mild, even though I'm like uh, that's what I mean. one of the lieutenants. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be disappointed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, if there's not like some internal monologue or it's like some facial expression when they're turning away, where she's just like. <sighs> She does have the clicking teeth Menace. thing she does. Oh. When she when she's like when part of Disappointed her Disappointed or yeah. When her irritated princessness comes out uh-huh. over, uh, over her like happy uh image. Right. So yeah, that is going to be the first part of a two part or two. Oh. So then um which is funny because uh, the next episode of seventy one is First part of a two-parter. What about zero one? Are we still on? The- We're on the second part of yeah, a two-parter. Yeah, second part of a two-parter is what I was about to say. Yeah, or <laughs> par- perhaps more than a two-parter. Yeah. Um. Well, it's, it's zero one speeding up because it's getting towards the end of the first arc. Yeah, the arc. But uh, that's an episode after the next episode. The next episode is double. <laughs> okay. Q on the radio. Any idea what Q stands for? Um. Not right now. I don't have any straight thoughts. I mean, I'm sure I will. Um. By the time we watch that episode, because I, I, right now I'm already trying to think. That's literally what I started thinking the moment I saw Q. Uh, but anyways, you also have a mystery for the episode we just watched of Kuga of like what that thing is, yeah, and like how it relates to stuff. Um. So, anyways, that will be our next episode, and that's gonna do it for us today. Riding through the ages is a production of Fanboy Opinion. If you want to find out more information, you can look it up at fanboyopinion.com. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. If you have any questions or comments or anything you want to ask us about, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. Join us on our next time as we go through another age of Common Rider.